Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. This is the second hour of Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you. Orders now brought to you by Digitex. Digitex has our office printer and supply needs covered. They do it all. They can be doing it all for you right now. You can text us at 630-630 on our Westlock Ford text line. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford. Check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. Uh, just before we go off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, I will tell you, uh, if you're wondering, uh, Bob, why has there been no update on the uh, World Cup? Well... Spoiler alert, uh, they are into the second half and still scoreless. Uh, two excellent teams, obviously. Uh, many would say Belgium, a team built to win right now. France, a team to maybe built to win for about the next 16 years or so. Uh, without further ado, off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. 780-496-0063. River Cree has Nazareth in town in August, as well as the Little River Band. So if you're... Uh, Australian or Scottish, you're probably digging those two bands. And they've got Steve Earle and the Dukes, the 30th anniversary of Copperhead Road, coming up September 23rd. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. All right, as promised, we're going to take a look at the Vancouver Canucks right now. Ben Kuzma, longtime beat writer. Uh, he's covered the uh, Canucks for a number of years. Uh, before that, he was up in Little Montreal in Kamloops, where the Blazers uh, won three Memorial Cup championships in four years. We welcome back to the show Ben Kuzma. Hi, Ben. How are you? Well, you know, it wouldn't be uh, summer coming up if I didn't touch bases with you. And talking to you, I know I've I've touched them all. There you go. Uh, Non-stop since mid-April. Yeah, yeah. well, uh, let me ask you this, uh, because there was some criticism, and, and I'll give you my perspective of the, the position that Vancouver's in, okay? I think uh, Vancouver is kind of like a guy that's three-quarters bald. And they need to commit and shave off that final quarter and just go right to the wood and uh, and rebuild. But it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm right. So I'd like to get your perspective. You're around this team on a day-to-day basis. You know as well as anybody in that marketplace. Because I look at some of the moves the last couple of years. Gagne, a multi-year deal. Delzato, multi-year deal. And now four-year deals for Roussel and Beagle. And I'm, I'm like, are those counterproductive to the position that Vancouver's in? But I'd like to get your perspective. Well, I like your analogy there. And uh, almost makes me want to go for a haircut today. But uh, happy to have hair. Um, here, here's what's happening in Vancouver. A year ago at free agency, they thought that maybe they were, I don't want to say closer, but maybe closer to being somewhat competitive. So you saw, you know, the Del Zottos and the Gagne moves and, 
Uh, what's come to play here, and, and the difficult thing in Vancouver, getting back to your hair analogy, is that as much as they tell us they flipped that switch from being, uh, you know, whatever they are to a full-on rebuild, that's never going to be at play here. There's always some pressure from above to try to ice something that's competitive. So what they did uh, on July 1st was basically go out and hire a protection agency for the kids. They went and got Beagle. They went and got Roussel. They went and got Schaller, guys who are bottom six guys who, yeah, I mean, Beagle's good in the circle. He's going to help you in the defensive zone of face-offs. Uh, he was a 60% guy in the playoffs. Uh, he's going to take some pressure off Sutter in the defensive zone with all those defensive zone starts. Uh, Roussel's going to play with some bite and edge. Uh, Schaller's that same kind of guy, which, you know, that's great. I mean, that's great if you're a better team. What they're, what they're doing here, Bob, is that they're hoping that by having these guys in their bottom six, that somehow that's going to free up the kids uh, to, to play better and, and score more. Uh, but that, that's putting a lot of faith in guys who uh, either have gone through a lot of injuries or haven't taken that next step yet. So it's an interesting direction here uh, from the club. Uh, we've all questioned it, especially, uh, you know, the four-year deals to uh, Beagle and Russell. I mean, I don't know if that's what the market dictated or did it come down to a point where – other centers, you know, that they had targeted uh, weren't coming to Vancouver, looking for a more competitive situation. I look at Riley Nash going to Columbus on a three-year deal, a guy who's a 15-goal guy. And, yeah, did he score 15 goals because he, he got some first-line time when, when Bergeron was out? Or is he a legit 15- to 18-goal guy who maybe could have helped the Canucks as maybe a third-line center in transition and, and help the offense that uh, was still 26th ranked? The big problem in Vancouver isn't the fact that they're going to be maybe a little bit harder to play against. Who's going to score? That's the big problem here. Well, uh, and I'm not going to try to come across on my high Oilers horse here. Uh, The fact is Edmonton barely finished ahead of Vancouver in the standings. Uh, The Oilers, I would assert, were probably the most disappointing team in the league and I expect substantive improvement. And the Oilers do have a couple guys in McDavid and Drysaddle that have been back-to-back 70-plus point scores. Obviously, Connor, 100-point uh, guy. There's only one Connor McDavid in the league. I'm with you. Who is going to score? And is it even realistic that Brock Besser can match what he did last year? Because he had an incredible campaign. Well, I, I think uh, that, that's a fair question. But, you know, if Besser doesn't get hurt on March 5th with the back injury and has another month to play, He's a 35-goal guy. Right. He's already at 29. He's, he's a legit 35-goal guy. You think so? That's so? fine. Oh, yes. Yeah? Oh, yes. There, this, <laughs> there, there's something about Besser's game that um, evolved beyond the, the quick, accurate, hard release. It's his ability to process the game, hang on to the puck, uh, find the seams. Um, he became, as good as he was, he became such a better player in the second half. And I think that had a lot to do with his game getting to another level. So, you know, right now your first line is, you know, outside of Besser, you obviously you've got Horvat in the middle. Now Horvat had 22 goals. He missed 18 games with an ankle fracture. He's probably a 25-goal guy easily. Is he a 30-goal guy? Maybe not. And the wild card on that team is, is the left side is Sven Barchi, who, again, had two injuries last year. And yeah. we've got signed to a three-year contract extension, which, which kind of raised my eyebrows a little bit. Uh, I thought that it might be a contentious thing with a guy with arbitration rights might play that card or – you give a guy like Berchi a, a bridge deal just two years and say, listen, you're 25. We really don't know what to make of you. You tease us with a lot of potential. So um, that's the big thing. I mean, really, uh, without proven guys, uh, it's that danger of being a one-line team. The wild card is obviously Elias Pettersson. I mean, who's to say what this kid can do in transition 
through the North American ice surface. When you win the Swedish Hockey League regular season and MVP titles, um, you know, to say he's something special probably doesn't give him enough credit. So uh, on my team, um, you know, he's got to be on your second line. And the funny thing is, uh, the buzz here is that they're going to start him on the right side to give him some time to acclimate to the North American ice surface. But talking to Travis Green at development camp here next, last week, he said, "Listen, we're going to play the kid in the middle in, in, in the preseason. Let, let, we're, you know, this this thing about transitioning. Why don't we find out right away? Why don't we find out right away if he can play the middle or not? And that opens up a whole bunch of possibilities on the wing because right now the big question in Vancouver if Pedersen starts on right wing." Is Brandon Sutter going to be his center? I mean, what happens there in terms of development? So um, lots of question marks in Vancouver, as there are every year. But, you know, offensively, uh, they did finish ninth on the power play. That was an amazing turnaround from 29th the previous two years. And Newell Brown has a lot to do with that in terms of getting Besser and Horvat uh, on that first unit uh, in mid-November. And they had a a huge turnaround. PK still 21st. Uh, That's a problem. Has a lot to do with getting Beagle and Roussel, and, and, and even Schaller. So uh, they're going to try to be better in special teams. They're going to be trying to, I guess they're going to try to spend less time in their own zone. I mean, you've got some pretty good face-off guys still, but my goodness, that's great to get the puck to the offensive zone. Who's going to pull the trigger? Now, the Sedins are gone. You've taken 100 points out of your lineup. Thomas Vanek isn't back. But the 146 points from those three guys, that's gone. And I don't see where they're going to replace that. Ben Kuzma joining us. He works for Post Media out of Vancouver. Bob Stoffer with you on orders now. Ben, I mean, I, I, I got to tell you right now, for me, Horvat, absolutely. Top six forward. He's heavy. He's tough to play against. He'll show up. Uh, you know, he's he's been a multi-20 goal scorer now in his career. Love him. Good player. Excellent pick for the Canucks. Uh, Besser, you know, sometimes you worry a bit about uh, that sophomore jinx. I mean, he had a lot of things go right for him last season. Patterson's interesting. You know, you quote the Swedish League MVP. Derek Ryan led that league in scoring and was the Swedish league MVP. Completely different type of player because of the youth with Pedersen. But I, you know, with the guys that I follow out of Vancouver, like yourself and, you know, some of the other guys like, uh, you know, Blake Price and Matt uh, Sakaris and guys like that, this guy has almost become like a a bit of a monolith without ever playing a game for the Canucks. I mean, there really are some high, high hopes on him, aren't there? Well, there are, and uh, you know, if, if you if you watch him play or watch enough tape, it, it, he does things that, you know, usually the skilled guys are pretty good in the high slot. I mean, whether he's a playmaker or the dangle, the thing about Pedersen that's different for that kid, he takes the puck right down to the goal line, like he will dangle right down and finish. And he's one of those wiry guys who spins off a lot of stuff. I mean, yeah, he's all of what 170 some pounds right now. But, you know, so was Nylander when he went to Toronto. So um, there is obviously, it's not even guarded optimism in Vancouver. It's like, you know, this kid is going to play and he's going to do something. I mean, they're so hungry for something here. You know, whether it's Pedersen or the prospect of Quinn Hughes playing here this fall. I mean, there's such an appetite here for, listen, we've got kids. We've got kids who are good. Please, please play them. And, And that's the big hope here. So, again... Maybe that's, that's going to come to fruition because all they did was get a bunch of bottom six guys. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price Priceline.
the free agency. All right. Uh, you mentioned the defense. I want to ask you about two guys selected in the top seven of the last three years. What's going on with Ole Levy? And uh, maybe just a thought on Quinn Hughes. I think he's going to play on the Canucks. I think he's going to make the team, uh, especially based on what I saw during the World Championship. I mean, clearly he can skate. Were you surprised they didn't look at one of the two right shot guys? Because uh, you and I know you weren't because you had Quinn Hughes pegged as the Canucks pick. But why did they uh, not look at a couple of the bigger bodied right shot defensemen that were available? Uh, you know, obviously in terms of Bouchard and Dobson. Well, they didn't think that Hughes was going to be there, and the buzz uh, before you know Dallas was that you know maybe Dobson wouldn't even be there. Uh, Hughes was always number one on the, on their chart, no matter how the dominoes fell. Uh, even you know. It, it wouldn't matter who's available at seven. They were going to take Quinn Hughes because this organization has never had that puck-rushing guy. Okay. Go back decades. They have never had it. I mean, yeah, they've had Paul Reinhardt in the old days who could pile up some points, but no, nobody who can transition the puck. I mean, watching this guy at development camp last week, I know it's only drills and skills and stuff like that, but his edge work, I mean, he looks like part speed skater, part figure skater. Because when you watch those figure skaters, you know, when they're doing some sort of reverse on their edge and it's so effortless, at speed, that's what Hughes does. Uh, you know, there was a drill where he was behind the net, and the idea is, okay, you're at the top of the crease. Go one way, take some time and space away from him. It was one quick pivot uh, reversal and two strides, and he was gone. Um, and, you know, talking to people who know him better than me, Jeff Tambellini, the former Canucks winger, uh, was a coach at Michigan last year. And when I did an early story on Hughes, he said some of his tendencies were similar to the way Bobby Orr transitioned the puck. And I'm going, hang on a second here. Well, you can't compare some kid to Bobby Orr. But having watched him at the World and, and watched a lot of tape on him, and again, watching him here last week, I can see where the excitement level is. I've been covering this team for 20-plus years. They've never had anybody with this kind of potential. And the big thing in Vancouver right now, you know, it's typical Vancouver. To me, it's, it's a no-brainer. You sign him, you get him in. I mean, he's he's uh, does he's not tied to a CHL agreement uh, with the NHL, so he could play in Utica as a teenager if they wanted to play him there for 25, 24 games without burning a year. That's fine. He's going to to me. You sign him, and he's he's in your lineup. He's your on your number one power play right now. Yeah, and and he might be one of their best defensemen, and he hasn't even played a game yet. I mean, I've talked to so many people about him, people I really respect in the scouting community, and uh, it's the same story across the board. So, again, getting back to your earlier question, I mean, I thought that, uh, yeah, I mean, Dobson was on their radar. I I thought that, uh, you know, Quinn Hughes was going to go early, or maybe he wouldn't get past Detroit because Blashall had him at the Worlds and couldn't stop talking about it. But when Zadine is sitting there, you got to take him. Right. So, um the last couple of drafts have been pretty interesting for the Canucks. They got the guy that they targeted. And uh, it, it, let me put it to you this way. It, it won't be dull this fall because there, there's some actual interest here in the sense that they're not just putting kids out there. They're putting kids out there with a huge upside. What's going on with Yoel Levy? Yoel Levy had a microdisectomy, and that's called uh, in training. Uh, basically, for in layman's term, probably a bit of a bulging disc, so they got to go in and it's a microdisectomy surgery where you, you basically are trying to free up the, the sciatica nerve. Um, Parise had it last year. Alex Edler's had it in the past. Basically, from the time you have the surgery till you play again is 10 weeks. So basically, for your levy, he will be back to train fully end of August, which is only, what, three weeks to main camp. The problem with your levy is his whole off-season was supposed to be predicated on fitness. Um, 
playing for Sammy Salah last year, Turku. Uh, he had a good second half. Was probably one of their better players in the, in the postseason with Turku. But it's the, it's the it's the fitness stuff he needs to work on. He didn't go to the Worlds, and then he gets hurt in training. So uh, to me, he's obviously what he's that he's ten weeks behind the eight ball yep. with his training. So he'll go to Utica. He'll start the year in Utica, and we'll see where he goes from there. The problem in Vancouver, you got a lot of defensemen signed, and you got to make room for Hughes. So who are you going to move? The problem here is. They don't really have guys who are movable. They tried to move Hutton so many times last year, and there were no takers. Um, what about Tanev? What about well, Tanev? The problem here is that Vancouver thinks it's going to get a certain kind of return for Tanev, and they're not. The guy had five injuries last year. The only buzz I heard was that, talking to people in Buffalo, was that, can you think of a better guy for Rasmus Dahlin to transition to the NHL with than Chris Tanev? Just that, that steady, stay-at-home guy and, and let this kid do his thing. But, you know, what kind of return are you going to get on it? This thing in the past where, you know, the Canucks are going to get a first-round pick and maybe a prospect for Tanov, they're gone because he's 28 now. He's a great cap hit, two more years at 4.45. But like I said earlier, five injuries last year. What's and, his dim- and, and, Ben, what's his dimension? Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think he's a number four defenseman, but I don't think he's an elite puck mover. I think he's a pretty good skater. He's not super tough, but he doesn't put up points. So what's his dimension? His dimension is what I just said. I mean, he's the perfect mentor for a guy who's going to take the puck and go with it. And he will get him the puck, and he will stay at home, and he'll let that guy do his thing. And he's pretty good in transition. The one thing that Chris doesn't get enough credit for is usually on the right side of the puck. It's not, yeah. it's not one of those D-man goes back in his own zone, and you're thinking, what's he doing? Uh, he's, he, I don't think he gets enough credit for that. And he's been amazing in his career to, to bounce back from injury. But I don't know whether everything just caught up to him. I mean, he's 28, not 38. Right. So, I mean, there's always been a level, there was always a level of interest in Toronto as a right shot guy. You know how bad the Leafs have been on the right side. And he played with Morgan Riley at the Worlds, and Morgan Riley, who's from here, couldn't stop talking about right. Chris Tanev. But that was a couple of years ago. I think the Canucks missed the window to move him. Pat Burns once said, uh, goaltending 70% of hockey, unless you don't have it, then it's 100% of hockey. Uh, where are the Canucks at with the combination that they have? Well, it's funny because uh, in October, Anders and Nielsen actually outplayed uh, Markstrom. I mean, he had uh, three starts, two shutouts, uh, great numbers. Then he turned it to Anders Nielsen. He fell apart. He had a horrible December. Uh, I think in three three games, he led in 16 goals. He saw the net once in the new year. Markstrom slowly got his game together. I thought he was better down the stretch, but he was good in garbage time. So, you know, only had one loss in his last six or seven starts. But, again, that's garbage time. So Markstrom's your starter. I mean, they're tied to him financially. Uh, Nielsen is the supposed backup, but you've got Thatcher Demko coming to camp, and I think there's going to be a real competition there uh, for the backup position uh, job. I really think Demko's ready to go. That's two years in the minors. Uh, he doesn't need a third. Uh, he's a pretty special kid. Uh, very very sound game, very cerebral. Um, takes everything in stride. I mean, any goalie who's studied human performance <laughs> probably has an up, a leg up on most goalies in the NHL. He, he just doesn't get rattled with stuff, so uh, I think that's going to be the interesting thing here, because Demko is definitely the goalie of the future, and sometimes the future isn't that far away. Ben, great stuff. Uh, I'd like to say we're going to see you in Penticton, but we're not going to see you in Penticton, so we'll be seeing you down the road, okay? Yeah, yeah, that whole... Yeah, I, I can understand it to a degree what, what occurred, but you know, it's unfortunate. I mean, who wants to be there? Who wants to travel? All that kind of jazz. Um, it's a great tournament, and uh, I'm sitting here in my office, and I won't tell you... I won't give you a spoiler alert, because I've got one eye on a soccer match here. So. Well, we're, we're going to go ahead and update that as we finish, but thanks a lot, Ben. Take care. Have a good summer. You you bet. And we will give the spoiler alert at this time. uh, Off a corner, 
The French have taken a lead, one nothing. They're they're in the sixty seventh minute. France leading Belgium by a score of one nothing. And, and ironically enough, in this matchup, Belgium actually head to head has the better record, but France has the better record in major international events. I remember one year and, and they beat them like five nothing back in the eighties, but that was at the height of Michel Platini you know, when he was a star with France. Who, by the way, for a bunch of years in the 70s, were not very good in soccer. And now they're probably, well, there's no debate, 50 players in the World Cup from France. Uh, 21 playing for, 29 playing for different countries. 125, we'll take a quick timeout. This is Oilers Now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at ProAmSports.ca That's ProAmSports.ca This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. 127 in Edmonton. Welcome back everybody. Hey, if you're looking for a fun destination this year, Disneyland's where it's at. Happiest place on earth. Fabulous fun, great food, warm weather. Book now with New West Travel. Your Disneyland California package includes Non-stop airfare, four-star hotel for seven nights, five-day attractions pass. For reservations at Disneyland, call the travel experts at New West Travel, 780-432-7446 or online at newwesttravel.com. From Inside Sports, Reed Wilkins will join Brendan and myself at uh, 135 after a global news, weather, traffic update, Eileen Bell. 